0: Uh, So, children, if you'd like to make your way to the tables in the back, you may. Uh, I'm going to have something for you to do in just a minute back there, Uh, but in the meantime, feel free to color or whatnot, just not on the Post-it notes back there yet, all right? Um, So uh, I wanted to share with you all, because many of you know him, I got to do something really exciting last night. Uh, If I can have the next slide. Recognize that guy? That's Dieter Zander. Dieter Zander uh, had a stroke 10 years ago, uh, and last night he threw himself a 10-year stroke anniversary party, uh, and is just grateful for life, uh, grateful to still be on this planet, grateful to continue to contribute to what God has for him over the past 10 years and into the future. So, uh, yeah, thought you all would like to know that. Also, uh, can you believe it? Lent is coming. And so I want to make you aware, Ash Wednesday service, Friday, February 14th at 7 p.m. So if you are a person who despises the idea of Hallmark uh, things like Valentine's Day, come to the Ash Wednesday service. (laughs) If you love Valentine's Day, bring your date to the Ash Wednesday service. It's a win-win. I mean, it will just be amazing. On Valentine's Day, we will consider our own mortality, and that we're all going to die from ashes we came to ashes we will return. Uh, It's sure to be the best Valentine's Day you've ever had. Um, Next. Uh, So last week we talked about uh, the passage where Jesus says, turn the other cheek, go the extra mile, love your enemy. Uh, I left you with a question to ponder uh, for the week, and it was this. Who is it that Jesus is inviting you to pray for that you would rather not pray for? What does it look like for you to bless those who hurt you? Uh, so how'd you do? <laughs> uh, I, I asked you all to consider taking this seriously uh, this past week and, and praying for someone that you would rather not pray for, because this is, uh, this is not easy, is it? Uh, that there may be people in our lives who we just would rather have nothing to do with or that when we think of that person, wh- whether it's someone close like a family member or, or someone that's hurt us or, or a politician or someone that you work with, there, there are those people in our lives who we would just rather not pray for. Uh, and so this morning, before we jump into the text we're gonna jump into today, I wanna take a, a moment of silence for us to just continue to consider this question and then I will pray. God, I pray that you will make us a people who fall more deeply in love with you. That as we continue to reflect on and consider the teachings of Jesus that you would empower us by your spirit to live into these teachings and to be a people of love and hope and forgiveness God, that you would give us the grace to pray for those we would rather not pray for. God, continue to renew the divine image in us. Continue to make us fully human. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Uh, Before we jump into the text this morning, there are post-its. On your seat Uh, should be uh, all around you plenty of them so I'd like to do an exercise Uh, grab a pen and I would like you to write down on the post-its do uh, four or five of them what do you worry about what do you worry about and and once you have four or five of them written uh, I want you to get up out of your seat and post them on the wall so don't put your name on them they'll be anonymous uh but what do you worry about four or five different things and then post it on the wall and we'll jump into our text then all right uh we're gonna look at matthew chapter six there are bibles under the chairs in front of you if you'd like to follow along So we've, uh, we're in year one of our series, Three Years with Jesus, and we're in the midst of our mini-series uh, on the Sermon on the Mount, doing different texts in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, so last week, like I said, we looked at Love Your Enemies. This week, we are going to look at a passage starting in verse 25. Jesus is teaching. These are the words of Jesus. Uh, everyone, this is Zoya. Uh, Zoya is going to read for me this morning
1: therefore
0: okay so every time you hear the word therefore uh, in the scriptures you have to ask yourself the question what's it there for Uh, so jesus has just said something and because he's just said something now he says therefore so zoe is going to read what jesus has just said before verse 25
1: do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light
0: Uh, So Jesus gives us whole teaching on where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. A guy named Emmett Fox, uh, I like what he has to say about this. He says, whatever you give your attention to is the thing that governs your life. Attention is the key. So where's your focus? Where's your attention? What are you distracted by? What are the things that keep you up at night? What's running around in your head? all the time. If, you, if that's what you're giving your attention to, that will govern your life. And, and Jesus then lands this section of the Sermon on the Mount with you cannot serve both God and money. Uh, I wonder how many of us in the room, if one of our post-its, what do you worry about? I wonder if for some of us in the room, money is one of the things that we worry about. I'll be honest, it was one of mine. Uh, I put finances on one of my posts. Uh, I worry about finances. Uh, God says, don't give your attention to these things that will govern your life. You can't serve God and money, or just fill in the blank. You can't serve God and fill in the blank.
1: Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your-
0: Okay. So Jesus says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry. He says, therefore, so he's just given this teaching, what what you give your attention to, where your heart is, there your treasure is. You can't serve God and money. You can't serve God and fill in the blank. Therefore, do not worry. I don't think it's any mistake that Jesus says, therefore. I don't think it's any mistake that Jesus said, you can't serve God and money, therefore, do not worry. Uh, There. There is the God of greed that will just drive us insane. The God of worry about finances that will drive us insane. And Jesus is saying, you can't serve both. And so therefore, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, This is the number one command in all of Scripture. More than any other command in all of Scripture is, fear not. Do not be afraid. Do not worry. Be anxious for nothing. Over and over and over again through the Hebrew scriptures and the New Testament. Do not fear. Do not worry. Be anxious for nothing. Over and over again.
1: About your life. What you will eat or drink. Or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes?
0: Okay. So Jesus is talking about basic needs here. Just basic needs. Don't worry about what you're gonna eat. Don't worry about what you're gonna drink. Don't worry about having clothes. Uh, Don't worry about basic needs. Jesus lived in first century Palestine where most of the people he's talking to are deeply impoverished. And so they are experiencing life worrying about these things. Wondering, will I get the next meal? Will I have, can you take this down, please, until I cue you on that? Uh, will I have what I need to just make it the next day? Uh, these are the things people are worrying about each moment of each day in Jesus's world. So we, we come to the Bible, you and I, in the 21st century, Western culture, uh, living in Marin, with presuppositions when we come to it. Uh, and so Jesus is talking to people who are wondering, will my basic needs be met? Uh, we read this and I think we kind of think, this is an idea I have about it. We, we worry about how we look in our clothes, not if we'll have clothes. We worry about whether the food is organic or cooked to our liking or gluten-free or vegetarian, not if we'll have food. Preaching to myself here as a vegetarian. Uh, We worry about if the water is filtered, not if we'll have water. Uh, So it's interesting how our worries and cares uh, are very different than people who are just worried about, will my basic needs be met? Uh, Jesus addressed this elsewhere in Matthew 25. He says, For I was hungry, The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So those who are worrying about their basic needs being met, food, drink, clothing, uh, Jesus says you're the answer to that basic need, to that worry for those who are poor. Uh, You provide it for them uh, so that they don't have to worry about these things. So Jesus Uh, approaches this do not worry section of the Sermon on the Mount. Don't worry about your basic needs. And elsewhere, he says, if you see people with basic needs, I'm gonna remember that, that you, the church, cared for them.
1: Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life?
0: Okay. Uh, I love this question from Jesus. Can any one of you add a single hour to your life by worrying? Uh, Because we know today, uh, in-depth studies have been done on worry, anxiety, stress. And what we know about these studies that have been done is that Actually, when we worry, when our lives are filled with anxiety, when we have stress, we're less healthy, and we might die sooner. Uh, And so Jesus, God in the flesh, is saying, do you you think you can add an hour to your life? When in reality, you're, you're taking hours off your life. When we live carrying anxiety, stress, and worry.
1: And why do you worry about your clothes?
0: So a couple of words I want to take a look at. First, uh, uh, Jesus says, uh, look at the birds of the air, and then see the flowers. So next slide. Uh, Look, in the Greek, it means to be engaged in, to stare with a locked in gaze, to concentrate on with love or concern. Uh, See means to understand and consider carefully. So what Jesus is inviting us to do is reflect deeply on the natural world, reflect deeply on creation. Look at the created order. And when you see how the birds are cared for, when you see the flowers of the field, learn from them that I am the one who will care for you. I was, uh, we can have the next slide, a couple years ago out on the backside of the Tetons in the Jedediah Smith wilderness area, and the wildflowers were just in full bloom. Next slide. Jesus says, just, just consider that. It's more beautiful than Solomon in all his garments. Next slide. Um, how often do we just sit outside and stare, uh, reflect, take in the beauty God has created and and put all around us? In the book of Job, it says this, uh, Ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds in the sky, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, Or let the fish in the sea inform you, which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. Uh, The scriptures teach us that, that the natural creation is actually our teacher, that we learn from the creation itself. Romans is very clear that that, uh, just by looking at the beauty of creation, we can understand God's invisible qualities, his divine nature. That's amazing. Uh, God has given us the gift of beauty all around us as our teacher. Uh, And Jesus says, when we reflect on it, when we take time to focus on creation, Anxiety goes down, worry goes down, stress goes down. Uh, This is gift, this is sheer
1: gift. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own.
0: Okay. Three times in this passage, Jesus says, do not worry. So that to me says I think he's serious about it. Uh, Do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. Um, well, what things did you write on the Post-it uh, that you feel like, I, I just don't know, Jesus. I, I worry about that all the time. I just don't know if I can release that and not worry. Uh, I wonder what it looks like for us to offer that to Jesus this morning and uh, to let it go. And then tomorrow morning when we wake up and we're worrying about it again, to not feel shame, to not feel guilt, uh, because that will only make you feel worse. Jesus is not about shaming. Jesus is about freeing us. And Jesus understands that when we release worry, it is freedom. It is freedom. Jesus wants us to live free. And so when we worry, don't feel shamed. Just return to God with it once again. And once again, release it to God. And then when it comes again, because it will, we're human. Uh, When it comes again, what does it look like to turn back to God and release it again? Uh, Do not allow shame to enter into the picture because Jesus wants us to experience freedom. Uh, And he says, seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God. And all these other things, all these things you worry about, they'll get taken care of. Just seek first the kingdom. When we put God first in our life, when we pursue the way of Jesus, when we read through the Sermon on the Mount and we say, yes, 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 this is the way I want to live. Jesus taught us the best possible way to live and I want to embody this. When we pursue that way of being in the world, a whole different way of being human in the world, when we pursue this kingdom way that Jesus has invited us into, The worries and anxieties in our life, the worries and anxieties in the world, begin to fall away. Uh, Jesus invites us to seek first God. Um, I'm going to skip a slide, Kate, and go to the next one. Um, This is considered what a lot of people call call the Great Commission. Uh, Jesus said... After he had been raised, uh, last words to his disciples. He says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So uh, Jesus did not say, go and make converts. Uh, last week I read you a story from Eugene Peterson, where his, what he called his first convert, uh, on top of this kid hitting him saying, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he did. Uh So Jesus isn't saying that. Uh, Jesus is saying, go and make disciples. And how do we do that? By baptizing and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Uh, So what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus are people who long to live into the teachings of Jesus. So uh, I thought this. Next slide. Uh, When people think of Christians, They should think, oh, those are the people who love those who hurt them, who bless those who oppose them, who feed the hungry, provide clean drinking water for those who don't have it, care for the sick, visit prisoners and outcasts, care for the poor and marginalized. And they don't worry about anything because the earth is their teacher and they stare at birds and flowers (laughs) and they trust their God. (laughs) Hmm. Is that what the world thinks? when they think of Christians? Or do they think of something else? Uh, Go into all the world and make disciples, baptizing them and teaching them to obey everything I have taught you. Uh, What would it look like to embody this way of being in the world? Uh, When we're able to trust the words of Jesus, that they are the best way to live. When we believe that we can release worry and anxiety yet again today, uh, it is freeing. And something happens within us. The long, slow process of being formed into the way of Jesus, the long, slow process of living into who God created us to be, that we, we can look different in the world. There is a different way of being human in the world, and Jesus invites us into that way of being in the world. Um, The message version of this text, uh, Eugene Peterson writes it this way at the end. He says, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Uh, So I thought what we could do today um, is do something a little different, as if it hasn't been different enough already with all the post-its. but I'd like to invite the band back up and um, Dan's going to play guitar lightly and Zoya is going to read the message version of this passage. And I, I want to invite you, if you're comfortable, to close your eyes and just allow it to soak in. Um, and after she reads it, uh, I'll-, I'll read a portion of it again as well for us. To reflect on so uh in, in this moment if you're comfortable i want to invite you to close your eyes and then uh i'm going to say a couple of things and i just want to invite you to repeat after me um be still and know that god is here be still and know god be still
1: If you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than your clothes on than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God, and you count far more to him than the birds. Has anyone, by fussing in front of the mirror, ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? All this time and money wasted on fashion. Do you think it makes that that much difference Instead of looking at the fashions, look out and walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen. Don't you think he'll, he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting, so that you can respond to God, God's giving. People who don't know God in the way He works fuss over the thing, fuss over these things but you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your, enti- your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes.
0: So this morning, as you come forward to partake of communion, uh, I want to invite you, uh, if you plan to partake of communion, or, or even if you don't and want to just be a part of this, um, I want to invite you to grab uh, three or four post-its off the wall and uh, either stick them to or just lay them at the cross. And and when you grab them, I want to invite you, as you're uh, waiting to come forward, I want to invite you to just read them and offer a prayer to God for whoever wrote that. Uh, Offer a prayer to God for the person, God for for this person who wrote this post-it, who's worrying about this thing, God, will you meet them in that place? Will you allow them to be free from the anxiety they're carrying around this thing? Uh, Sound good? So let's, uh, let's listen to part of this again. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. God, we thank you for these teachings from Jesus. God, we thank you for the life of Jesus the death of Jesus on the cross and the power of his resurrection. And that part of the work of the cross was to free us from worry. God, I pray that you would make us worry-free people. The things we carry, God, help us by the power of your spirit to release them to you and trust them to you. God, this morning as we take the bread and dip it in the cup and we, we remember your death and what you did for us and how the power of the cross is putting in motion the restoration of all things, God, as we partake this morning, free us more and more from worry and free us more and more to be who you created us to be.